Now, KMOX at your service. Welcome to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, good morning, good Saturday. We're off and running around the first curve, and we are just live and lively. It is the Mike Miller follow-up show. He calls everything live and lively, so I follow that up as well after, you know, the uh, mutual fun show. Uh, anyway, lots of things happening here on X. Special guest in the studio, Cardinals playing today. The sun is peeking out or trying to. Uh, I've heard some new reports that it's that big yellow burning ball of fire that we see glowing up by the clouds. Uh, Brian Kelly assures me that's the sun. Uh, well, we'll see. Uh, it's the Midwest. If you don't like it, wait a day. Yeah, you know it. It'll change. Home Improvement. This is the Helitech Home Improvement Show. I am Scott Mosby. We have one hour. We've got a bit of a sprint, and we have all kinds of expertise for you before we get into the Ameren pregame show at 1220 here on Camwax Cards and the Phillies. With me here, dressed in red, I have John Courtney of Helitech. He looks very festive, very Cardinal-like, John, and I'm hoping you're packing some serious experience with you today. You know, I wish I could have stayed up to see that uh, final game last night but i was five nothing woke up to see a what was it a 14-4 or 12-4 game it yeah, was yeah. uh fans fantastic to wake up to see that and uh, after we're done here walk across the street and see if we can bring home another winner right oh so you're on the uh the fan crew today to try and cheer on a winner i hope so i hope uh, everybody that's hearing my voice is doing the same thing right on john courtney helitech consultant with helitech john thanks for joining will you stick with us and answer some questions about foundation and waterproofing all that stuff love to scott thank you right on uh, john's been with helitech forever um I, I won't define forever that's got a lot uh, 20, 20 plus years 20 plus Plus years, you're getting old enough not even to admit to it. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of truth there. <laughs> As the old guy might say, we, he said a, a senior moment. I was, you know, complaining of a senior moment, and you know, he kind of looked at me like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> John, what's cooking out there in the world of foundations, waterproofing, and structures? You know, Hydroway uh, is our one of our patented systems that Helitech mm-hmm. has. That's what you know makes us the industry leader in waterproofing, and that has been being asked for all over by contractors, homeowners, athletic field developers, just because it moves the water that much faster, Scott. I mean, the five gallons can move through our, our system within six seconds. Wow. So when you're looking at how fast the water can actually get into a system, not how fast it can come out, that's important. Yeah, yeah. But you don't say, hey, I got a lake for two days, then it goes away. You yeah. want it away then. That's why our hydroway system is so unique and patented, and that's why Helitech's an industry leader and why we do what we do. You know, John, I confess, I, I never, you know, I think about outflow. You got to get rid of the stuff. You need downspouts big enough on the, you know, I hadn't really thought about the uptake in, you know, the resistance to gathering or collection that's of exactly water. exactly it, Scott. You know, oh, you see nice. people that's got pools in their yard and they sit there, but a couple of days they go by. You know, this lets that water get in rapidly fast. You mm-hmm. know, there's been tests done by Midwest Diversified Technology where they've taken systems on the market and they flood them. And Hydroway stood above the rest. And it's a great product out there. And, and that's why we're proud to be the number one person that installs the Hydroway drainage system. Now, that stuff's made right here in the Midwest. It was invented by Monsanto, I understand. Is that correct? I don't know the truth. Yeah, I believe the history was Monsanto had it. There was a split. 
Yeah. Uh, company came in, Helitech, you know, said, well, this is a fantastic product. And they went ahead and they bought that. And Helitech formed a partnership with them. And, and it's made right here locally. It's uh, made in the United States. And that's another thing Helitech prides himself on. It's everything they do is made in America. It's American wow. made. And they stand behind that 100%. Cool. John, how do people get a hold of you and uh, Helitech? Uh, you can call the main office at 1-800-246-9721. Again, that's 1-800-246-9721. Ask for John Courtney or any of the Missouri sales reps to be able to help you. Ask for the the handsome guys. <laughs> well, I don't know whether you get anybody, but most of the guys that come on my you know show, I mean, we only accept you know the smart and the you know charming guys. So, John, you can tell is charming. <laughs> All right, 800-246-9721. That's for the Helitech. Your calls are welcome. We're bringing them on. I am here to serve you. John Courtney's here to serve you. 314-436-7900. Come on, you regular listeners. You know that stuff by heart. Here we go. Together now, 314-436-7900. You come on, your mind does it. 436-7900 and toll free, 1-800. Yeah. 925-1120. Yeah, there you go. 1-800-925-1120. I love it. The family knows that we sit around the dinner table and we chant those numbers just like you do. 436-7900-800-925-1120. We're talking about everything in your life, your home, your health, your family, all the things in really um, the structure of uh, shelter, if you will, uh, inside buildings. Uh, John Courtney's here as a special guest to talk about dewatering, collecting water. Uh, we'll get into all sorts of things. When I've got an expert in the studio, I run them hard and put them away wet, as the horse people say. It's like, yeah, run them hard, lather them up, and put them away wet. Don't walk them. So anyway, we're going to have John and, and talk about these things. Uh, it is uh, a transitional time. I know we're in May. We've got a little bit of a late spring or a quick spring. It, you know, was here and gone. Now we're heading into summer, although today is kind of springish with the rain and you've got some saturating soil. Plants are happy. The grass is happy. But uh, uh, before the Helitech issues, think about your roof. You've got this big umbrella thing over the top of your house. Hopefully it sheds water. It then sheds that water out to a perimeter gutter system on your roof. And then it dumps tons of that water down at the corners or the downspouts of your home. Please go outside, take a look around, look at the sticks and the leaves, make sure there's nothing growing in your downspouts, your gutters, any of that stuff. Look at the chimney, the siding with this rain and the wetness that we're dealing with. Just be aware of what things look like in your house. If it doesn't look right, you know, take a photograph, digital photograph. You can send it. You can email it to uh, callmosby.com on our website. There's a place to do that as well. Uh, or call a professional to come in and see what's cooking. But if it's not right in your heart, then you're worried about it. If you're worried about it, call a professional. You know, that's nine times out of 10, it's nothing wrong. And just, it's okay. It's cool. No worries. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. We're going to talk about all things foundation, deck, safety. Uh, We've got, uh, you know, uh, the the, the decks keep falling off of houses. Um, You know, and that keeps happening. Uh, I know every year we go around this season and we go through a winter and uh, the Department of Interior some years ago, it's been eight years ago, reported that something like 58 percent of the residential wood decks in the country had failed or were failing. 
when they took a sampling of that, and it became a big deal. So we'll talk about that just a little bit later as we get on. Phone number is 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. John Courtney, Helitech, Scott Mosby, Cam Wex. We are at your service here on the Mighty Mox University of KMOX. Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, once again, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, rounding the first curve, we are heading for, uh, no, it's not a horse race. That's later in the afternoon, but the Cardinals are playing here next. Let's get right on to the phone line, see what's cooking. Let's start with, uh, how about Mark? Hey, Mark, good morning. Welcome to KMOX. Want to talk about decks, my friend? Yeah, morning, Scott. Um, You know, uh, May is National Deck Safety Month, Mm -hmm. and uh, like you were saying about decks that failed over... uh, 50% 50% of decks are over 20 years old, uh, 20 to 40 years old, and the life expectancy of decks are um, 20 years. Yeah. And there's just so many problems with decks. And pe- I just thought people should know what to look for. They need to get out on top of their deck and walk around it and look underneath it before they put their family, friends, and uh, loved ones on that deck this summer. Mark, uh, tell us who you are and why this matters. <laughs> Um, I am actually the president of the St. Louis uh, chapter of the American Society of Home Inspectors. Yes, sir. Uh, certified inspector, certified deck inspector. Mm-hmm. And it matters because every year people get injured and die from deck failures. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I know several people personally that have been on collapsed decks. And, uh, you, you know, we go in on a post-mortem on a couple of these. It was it, it wasn't even close to to being properly attached or wrecked, you know, so there were just a, too many things. Mark, uh, you're a home inspector. You're part of the home inspection community. Uh, tell me about your uh, training and certification in this deck inspection. So um, the North American Decking and Railing Association has a specialized uh, program for uh, certifying decks, inspectors. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually taught by the, one of the chief engineers from Simpson Strong Tie, mm-hmm. um, and it's a specialized training that tells you what to look for, how decks are supposed to be constructed today, what to look for, what defects, you know, what old uh, construction methods are still allowable versus what new ones, what shouldn't be allowed, like the attachment to decks. It's like right. you said. Decks are attached. So many decks are just attached to the house wrong. Yeah. Uh, the two biggest sources of injuries from deck failures is handrail failures, mm-hmm. and the second one is the, uh, the attachment to the house. Yeah. Uh, Mark, what can consumers do, uh, you know, quickly to kind of take a quick out and see whether they need a pro? Uh, you know, if somebody's concerned, I mean, we had a deck collapse here just recently in O'Fallon, Illinois. It's, you know, we're, we're tearing up. You know, citizens left and right, we better do something. Well, that's right. Uh, People should look for any rotted, decaying, cracking wood on their deck. If it's bad, replace it. You don't patch it. Mm -hmm. Um, They should wiggle their handrails. Now, when I say wiggle, lightly, don't violently (laughs) wiggle them. I don't want somebody getting injured because they're (laughs) testing their handrails. But if there's play in those handrails, they're not attached right or they're not supported properly get underneath the deck look for any metal any metal hardware 
joist hangers, nails, fasteners that have red rust on it, if it's got red rust, it needs to be replaced. Yeah. Well, Mark, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. We need to move on to some questions here. Thank you. No no problem. Have a nice day. All right. Bye now. Uh, It's an important thing. I mean, John Courtney and I were talking about collapsed decks before the show started, so this is a big deal. Man. Uh, Let's see what's cooking here with Bob. Hey, Bob, good morning. Welcome to CamoX. John and Scott here at your service. Oh, yeah. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, My wife and I are uh, planning on uh, selling our home in a few months, Mm -hmm. and uh, we're making some upgrades to sort of of maximize that sale, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, We understand that bathrooms and kitchens are the most... um, successful at returning your your investment Mm -hmm. Uh, bathrooms have been done within a couple of years so they're in pretty good shape but our kitchen uh, design is fine but we have uh, cabinets that are oh 20 to 25 years old and uh, they are doors are uh, five quarter oak doors they were finished um finished in a sort of traditional orangish yeah uh, golden oak. oak yep yep and they're they're becoming uh, old to us for sure but I'm you know I'm wondering about how we might um, best upgrade those and to be current uh, and I'd, I'd like not to, to lose the doors necessarily because the quality would. So I'm, I'm wondering what the options are for updating cabinets that that the structure seems to be okay, but you don't necessarily want to replace everything. Um, well, if the hardware is acceptable, and usually it's not after 25 years, uh, the first thing uh, I would suggest, and this gets into uh, really house flipping, you know, biggest bang for the buck, uh, change the visual without uh, putting the dollars into it. Uh, painting yep. the cabinets is a good cha- uh, choice. You have to pull the doors off primarily to do that. Remove the hardware, paint the doors in the flat, paint the cabinets, you know, the boxes in place, uh, put in maybe some new Contact paper on the bottom of the cake. Crisp, clean, and uh, functional is really what's important on there. Just crisp, clean, and functional. So functional comes from the hardware. You can get some of the brass out of there and use some brushed, uh, you know, stainless or some uh, brushed nickel, whatever current finishes. Think about the light fixtures in that kitchen because if you've got brass, you usually have it everywhere. If you have golden oak, you usually have brass. So light fixtures in the kitchen, hardware on the cabinets, painting the cabinets. You're going to have to clean them, sand them, uh, and then solvent clean them again. Uh, a good primer and one or two coats. Uh, usually I like an oil base because a uh, latex paint takes 30 days to cure. Uh, you'll have to remove the little rubber bumpers on those cabinets and put the new rubber bumpers on after the paint cures out. So things like that, Bob, just, uh, you know, uh, maximum visual impact for the crisp and clean look. This is not something I do myself. Uh, so um, it, it, so that's done chemically primarily in terms of um, getting it down to bare wood again. 
uh, you don't have to really get it down to bare wood. You have to get all the oils off. So really cleaning it is very important. Uh, any good painter, uh, you can do it yourself, but you'd be surprised how much time it takes. I mean, you can have two-man weeks by yourself into, you know, painting the cabinets because of the hardware off, the hardware on, doors, flip them over to coat, you know, all that stuff. It, it's a lot of time. So if you do this yourself, you better have a lot of time on your hands. Oh, no, no. I'm planning on not doing it myself. That, that's a good uh, thing. That's a good thing. And, yeah. and then there are sprayers. Some of the professional cabinet uh, people will spray those cabinets. They'll do exactly what I'm talking about, but they spray apply, um, which actually does a better job. But the, on your oak cabinets, the grain will come through because of that red oak or white oak. That It's a deep grain, which is kind of a cool look on the paint color. Uh, but selecting the paint color is going to be very important. You might want to consult a, a designer or decorator to get that right because the color you know is is 50 percent of the first impression uh quick question is uh what kind of businesses do this and is this something that that your business does uh, yes, we do. Uh, we typically do it as part of a larger kitchen remodel. Um, there are companies that specialize in cabinet painting, but really any good professional painting company uh, can do this. So I, I would uh, go to your paint store, ask around the paint store. Uh, we're welcome to help you, but we tend to have our own, you know, we have our own painters, but we have them for schedule reasons. They're, they're a cut above. You know, where do you get a really good painter to do a small job? Well, you hire them. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so yeah. we're in the same boat you are. It's you know, hard to get a really good craftsman to do small work. So that sure. has to be part of the model that we do. Wonderful. Thank you very much. I have to say I enjoy your show. I'm usually driving this time of the day on Saturday, so uh, I enjoy spending time listening to you. Well, thanks, Bob. Uh, welcome to the family, and uh, thanks for uh, staying aboard today. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right. Bye now. All right, home improvement. Mr. Courtney, you were nodding your head during those cabinets. Sounds like you have a little bit of firsthand knowledge we with did. this. We did, we did. Me and my wife went down that journey last year and updating our kitchen, and we had some great oak cabinets we didn't want to rip out. And yeah. we, we really, so we uh, hired a firm to come in that did an amazing job, did exactly what you said, Scott. They took them off. They kind of made my garage into their paint <laughs> shop. Right. Yeah, You yeah. know, and they sanded it down, took the grain out. They they, they did everything. They primed them, they sprayed them, and, and that the house went from that dark, like you said, mm -hmm. gold look into that white nickel look, and it looks so current. You know, oh, it yeah. does. And people walk in thinking it's a newer home when it's 25 years old. So I'm nodding my head because everything you were saying was absolutely correct. Well, some of the old particle board cabinets with laminate on it, those actually can be painted. Uh, they work out okay, but generally they wear out the heart. They're, they're a step you know, several steps down in quality from an oak cabinet door and solid five-quarter front. You know, so that one, maybe I'd urge to replace those cabinets. You know, you don't have to change the design of the kitchen, but Absolutely. You, you get good bones, whether it's a house or cabinet or furniture, it can be rebuilt and remodeled, so... And, and I definitely recommend somebody does that every day because it was not me that picked out my colors. It was somebody that was a professional that knew what they were doing. So oh, oh, yeah. that, that drives me crazy when uh, people will uh, do the outside of their house and they don't really pay attention to the color scheme. Oh. It's, it, it's See like, it every well, day. <laughs> you know, what woman would pick out clothes and then just put willy-nilly cosmetics on her face and then whatever color, <laughs> you know, on the accessories and then, you know, mismatching bags. But that same consumer will put siding, a roof, and shutters and what it's like. That's an enormous face. Absolutely. Put the cosmetics on right. 
like so, you said, color is that first appearance that, you know, that you have that initial reaction and it's whether you, you love it or you don't. And that's, you know, have somebody to help you with that will really go a long way when you go to sell. Well, in the way of the world, I mean, you and I could look at somebody and, and you look at my color and it's like, oh, he's healthy or he's not. It's like, that guy doesn't look good. Right. So we as humans use color to gauge appropriateness, health, um, safety, you know, a, a, a deck, a, a wood deck. You get out there and it's kind of green with growing fuzzies and it's brown and ugly. It's like, I, I'm not going there. You know, we run into that as well. When when those caissons that those decks sit on, they sink in the ground and, you know, oh. pulls those decks down. And people call us at Helotech say, hey, what can you do here? Well, we can lift that up, but you still have the wood rot. You yeah. still have to fix the wood portion of that. We can stop the wood from sinking, but you can't. You got, there's two, like they said, the inspector said, there's two folds of that. There is the structural of it, but there's also the integrity of the wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, it's like our shoes being good or not. The You know, the leg bone still has to be in good stead. Amen to that, Scott. All right, John. Uh, Scott Mosby, John Courtney here at your service. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. We've got some water questions, some paper Crestmans, and also... Think about this erosion. <laughs> Imagine that when it's raining out of the sky, pet cats and dogs. Oh my gosh! Oh, I, I'll, I'll well, yeah. Wait a minute, Scott. I'll stop on the coffee. No more coffee. I promise. <laughs> Here on Camway. Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, once again, here's your host, Scott Mosby, on KMOX. All right, John Courtney, Scott Mosby doing more talking off the air than on the air. Yep, well, you know, it's Saturday. Uh, we're off the reservation. We're doing okay. So anyway, John and Scott here. Uh, John, what, uh, I mean, you're out in the world of uh, houses and such. What are it's you a- seeing out there now? What's current? You know, um we just obviously went through that big rain spell last night. But before that, I started noticing the heat was coming in. Mm. And, you know, we I almost thought we were kind of getting out of getting lucky and getting out of that spring with all that rain that we kind of got last year with everything flooding out. Yeah. But, you know, I noticed the ground was drying up a little bit more, which means, oh, my goodness, are we going to get into a hotter summer to where mm-hmm. we're going to get into a major drought? And a lot of times when we get into that, we notice cracking of the foundations, cracking in the brickwork. And when we see that, that falls into our structural department at Helitech, where we understand how to stop that. We have the solution of what we call peering or helical peering, mm-hmm. where we drive it into the ground and we grab the foundation of the home from moving anymore. And and the technology that we have on the structural side, we have other types of peers. So it depends on where you're located in our region that we work. We have more than one hammer to make sure we're holding the home. So we can put a resistance peer, a micropile peer, a helical peer. So we have a lot of peers in our arsenal. And that's really what puts Helitech is the engineering above the rest when it comes to structural, because that's what we do day in and day out. We don't do roofing. We don't do decks. We don't do <laughs> siding. We do foundations and waterproofing. And that's what we see in that drought time. But now with this rain coming back in, I'm sure Monday morning we're going to have a lot of calls with people coming in, wanting to hear about the hydroway system and getting in their home Mm -hmm. because they don't want to be shop vacuuming up the water. Hey, it goes away the next morning. Man, that mildew smells on my carpet again. I got to get whatever waterproof restoration like a Surpro wood or or, or, uh, absolute clean out there, whoever does it, you know, to come and do this, you know. They're tired of that. They want to make sure this problem goes away. They don't have to revisit it. And that's why Helitech has those lifetime guarantee solutions to make sure it's transferable to the next homeowner that's so you nice. don't have to revisit it again. Cool. Wow. Well, you're busy out there. Oh, my goodness. And we're we getting slammed. more rain here in a few days, aren't we? Yeah, they are. And 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 like you said, look at your gutters. Look at your downspout. Look and make sure the water is getting away from the home. As you as a homeowner do have chores. 
You yeah. do have to do maintenance around your house. And if you're getting older and you can't, there are great companies out there that can come and help you with these type of maintenance. Mm-hmm. Because if it goes too far along, unfortunately, companies like Helitech will have to come in there and have to really fix it for a longer-term process. Wow. All right. Well, let's go to the phones here and see what's cooking. Let's go to Bob, see what's happening. He has water. Hey, Bob, good morning. Welcome to Camwex. How can we help, sir? Scott, how you doing? Thanks for taking the call. Uh, so uh, several months ago, the uh, water reduction valve in my basement started tripping. Mm-hmm. Uh, plumbing company recommended, re- and then it stopped. And it st- anyway, we replaced it. Yep. And uh, the high end, so I got to go in. The guy that does the work has done a lot of work for me. But I've noticed since then um, a difference primarily not only in the water pressure, but when to flush a toilet, what never happened before, it didn't reduce anything. So if I've got the shower on and somebody flushes the toilet, the shower water slows down. And that, it never did that before. Um, well, that's a pressure balance that's usually in the shower uh, valve itself. Uh, one of the problems with that is uh, when you start messing around with the water supply lines, the mineral deposits, the scale, the lime on the inside of the pipes, just like the plaque inside your arteries and veins from eating too many cheeseburgers, that stuff gets uh, waterborne, whether it's Missouri American Water fixing the water mains, whether it's anything. So you probably have a bunch of debris that got plugged up and it may come in on, you know, hot or cold, but some of those valves, shower valves, especially the better ones, have screens on them and filters. And once that filter gets plugged up, sometimes that pressure balancing shower valve can't uh, respond and adjust balancing those pressures enough because it feels the pressure, but then there's a back resistance to flow from the plugged up. So I would clean your aerators on your faucets. I would uh, talk to a plumber, talk, calling back, let him know what's happened, say, you know, are there some screens or, or filters on my shower valves? Because a little bit of debris on that renders all that cool stuff just worthless. And that may be what you're seeing is just a little bit. You get that that screen about 25% plugged. Your response to that may be about 25% not effective as well. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, we had some of that in the lines coming into our washing machine. Oh, yeah, that's bad so, mojo, too. Because that, 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 that was not running well right after the, the replacement. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, because, water, yeah. I, water, I brought a, bought a water pressure valve and attached it to my outside faucet. Mm-hmm. Before I turned it on, a friend of mine said, well, flush the toilet, turn some water on, Check it then, and then turn all that off. And when the tank fills up, check it again. And it went from 40 to 60. So it looks like I'm the pressure of 60. So is that too high? No, really about 65. Uh, If you're 70 or below, I think recommended inside residential is about 65 PSI. And when you naturally flush, when you put a hole in the bucket, the pressure drops. So turning on a faucet, spigot, shower, whatever it is, that pressure will drop. You're doing okay at 40, uh, but you can, uh, on your pressure reducing valve, it'll have a T-handle. And if you turn it in half a turn, you'll go up about 2 PSI. So it's just like a welding um, uh, valve if you I've never did any welding. I've played with it. I've already adjusted. That's <laughs> so, no. uh, but I, so I got to probably back up. No, what I said was once I let everything fill back up, though, then the pressure, and I checked it two times after that, uh, it was right at 60. Yeah, so. you're good. You're good. Uh, okay. Yeah, right. 60's good. I mean, uh, water wells oftentimes may only top out, you know, with their pressure valves, they may only top out 55 at, at top PSI. So, you yeah. know. Any chance 
The fancy stuff you're talking about in my shower, is it in my shower head or am I going to have to go get inside a wall? No, it's, no, no walls. Most of these shower valves, you pull the escutcheon and the handles off and most uh, of those valves on the better, you know, depending on the newer ones anyway, come out on the front because, uh, you know, we contractors and the plumbers got tired of ripping stuff apart when all they needed to do was, you know, change a spark plug basically in a car. He's like, come on, it's just a shower valve. It, I Let me get to it and do my servicing. So they've, they've uh, made them mostly accessible through the face. All right, good deal. Listen, thanks. You've been very helpful. Appreciate it. Okay, Bob. And it may be specific to your brand too. So, you know, how you service a Delta is different than how you service a Moan is way different than how you service a Kohler or all that stuff. This is a German made. I forget the name. My wife, uh, but but anyway, it's, yeah, it's, I think it's a little higher end, but, but yeah. I have the guy installed it maybe come and check him. Yeah, well, then it definitely has a filter. The better faucets have all that cool stuff. Cool. All right. Thanks again, Scott. John, have a great week and be safe. All right, Bob. Take care. Bye. Next up, let's see what's cooking here. Uh, You know what? We better uh, get back off. Let me see. Wait a minute. All right. Let's go to, uh, how about Ann? Hey, Ann. Good morning. Welcome to CamWax. How can we help? Hi, Scott. Yes, I have a question about a a toilet. Mm -hmm. Um, We we don't use this toilet as much. We had some out-of-town guests, and it got used last week Mm -hmm. a lot. Now what it's doing is I periodically I'll just hear it like running Mm -hmm. and I've taken the top off and where I see it running, the water running into is this, you know, the tube that comes out from the middle of the toilet. It's that's where the water's running into. And when I look inside the toilet, it's not like running into the toilet. I don't know what, why is it doing it? It's doing it like every Maybe twice a day, three times a day, yeah. it'll it'll just you'll hear it turn on like that. Well, that's there's a stand tube in there. Does the water go over the top of that stand tube inside the tank? No, no. In fact, it's it's kind of well below it. Okay. And um, <clears throat> no, th- what you're calling the stand tube is that middle that middle thing. Yeah. And that's where the water's pouring into, and. Um, I don't see it leaking into the toilet, but I know you can put some kind of coloring into the bowl and see if it's... Well, I can, that... t- I can tell you what it is. Um, okay. And there's a flapper down on the bottom. And, yeah. And once it, it, it sits and it seats and it doesn't move and then it gets used several times, it's still older. Uh, and just like our bones and muscles, if we don't use our bodies, those muscles atrophy and they don't work right. Well, if you don't exercise that toilet or you don't exercise that valve or that shower or whatever, it dries mm-hmm. up and gets hard. So uh, really, you need a new flapper or guts on the bottom of the toilet. Um, I would suggest getting something, what's called OEM, original equipment manufacturer. So if it's Kohler, buy it from Kohler, what, whatever. But that little flapper, it just, it just doesn't quite seat. So there's a tiny, very slow, slow, slow trickle and it goes mm-hmm. into the bowl, but not with enough velocity to ever see it. And so the tank just slowly drops. After it drops half an inch or an inch, the filler valve mm-hmm. says, oh, we're not full. Okay, let's fill her back up. Up it comes, and and it won't get better. It'll it'll start happening more and more and more. So uh, Right. And the flapper's just that thing on flat the bottom. bottom part, not the, the T-looking thing <clears throat> that's Correct. connected to the uh, handle. Correct. Correct. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds like a pretty easy fix. Well, if you can't fix it, you just turn it off and call a plumber. So, I mean, there's, you know, it'll cost you 10 bucks to fail. 
<laughs> right. It's a sta- and the toilet is a, called a standard. American so, standard. Uh, and if you American. can, if you can, take that flapper off and take it to the hardware or plumbing supply and say, I need one of these. And take right. an American standard. And if you can, take a photograph of the little stamped in numbers on the inside of that tank, too. Right. I, I don't think it's the original yeah. um, flapper either, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But I'll 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 try to look for the numbers. Yeah. All right, Ann. Inside. All right. Thanks a lot, Scott. All right. Bye now. Bye now. Home Improvement, KMOX, Helitech Home Improvement Show. John Courtney Scott Mosby at your service. We'll stand by. We're just waiting for your call. All right. As part of a nationwide contest, KMOX will be giving you the chance to win $1,000 by simply texting the keyword to 72881, 72881. Pay special attention at 859, 959, 1059 for the special payday keyword. Complete rules are available at KMOX.com. You bet. Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, once again, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, back together, home improvement, Scott Mosby, and we have John Courtney here. John, you're off to the ball game after this, are you not? I am, I am. Again, like I said, hopefully we could bring home another winner and and take this series from Philly. Uh, You know why I'm talking to you, Scott? I'd like to send out a birthday uh, wish to uh, Judge Patrick Young. Uh, happy 70th birthday. Uh, your family uh, wishes you the best, and hopefully you all are having a good time out there on the golf course today. Ooh, how's that hot off of KMOX? Let's go back to the phone, see what's cooking with Gary. Hey, Gary, good morning. Welcome, KMOX. How may we help? Yeah, so I got a different type of water problem. Uh-huh. Uh, I have a, uh, a room that's down in my basement, and I like to use it for storage, but it leaks in that there. And where it's leaking at is from the top. It's a porch on, uh, it's my front porch on the outside. Okay. And, uh, looks like they first, from the inside, it looks like they put Flexicore paper, uh, them, uh, slabs down. And then I've got the top of it on the porch is got all brick and mortar, uh, pavers. I've tried different ty- types of ways of sealing it and it still leaks. Uh, other than building a porch over it, uh, is there any material or something that I could put on that to stop it from seeping through? Uh, yeah, having any kind of bricks or a surface on top of a poured concrete porch does nothing to uh, create a water stop between that front porch slab, the actual structure itself, and then putting bricks over the top unless you add and, and saw in a piece of flashing into the concrete, uh, into the house part itself. There's, you know, the only thing you're really going to have is a uh, surface caulk and with brick, water goes through brick in about 20 seconds. So that water will go past the top surface of the brick down to the concrete and leak in that way. Um, Really, the only way to try this is to pull the brick off next to the house, uh, groove out a little bit of that concrete and then try and do your best caulking to that as well and then put the brick back down. The problem is that caulk down underneath the brick and mortar all the time won't get 20 year life out of it. You're probably, you know, with a good urethane, uh, it's still only going to last, you know, maybe six or seven years, and then you're pulling the brick back up, doing it again. Well, see, the problem is it's not just right there at the house. It's the whole porch. Like I say, these yeah. these um, flexicore deals, like the, where they had the tubes in them, and, and they're about eight foot long, and they're stacked next to each other. Uh, and I guess they filled in the joints with mortar instead oh. of 
golfing them really good and stuff. Yeah, you've got and, clay uh, tile then on that. Yeah, I know. What yeah, you're well, about. it's it's not clay. It's not clay tile. It's regular concrete. Uh, they had a, a manufacturer here down in Fairmont City that made them. We put them on building roofs and 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 stuff like that. There, okay, flat roofs, whatever. And uh, it just uh, it's it leaks anywhere on that that ceiling that's outside that's the porch. And we tried tuck pointing and. Uh, it's just flat brick pavers, you know. It's solid brick pavers, like, and uh, it, the whole porch will leak. I mean, a, inside. Well, uh, once it gets inside, John, is there anything you can do with it from a Helitech standpoint? Well, it, it's it sounds like a unique problem, Scott. It sounds like something we need to put our eyeballs on. Uh, if you want, sir, you can actually call our office there at Helitech. It's a free estimate to have one of our technicians to come out and take a look at that and see if we have a, a remedy for that. It could be as simple as a sealant, like Scott said, like an epoxy sealant or an injection. I, without really looking at it, it I, I'd have to put my eyes on it. Uh, a good number to call if you got a pin handy is 800-246-9721. And the ladies there could uh, set you up with the right guy to take a look at that. Nine, what was that? Nine, four, seven, one? That's 1 800 246 9721. 9721. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, appreciate it now. Um, and uh, time, let's take a short pause and come back for more after this on Camo X.